just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home News Radio 840 WHAS Bob Sekuler, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you till the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us, folks, on this Sunday morning. We've got a great show, a lot of great questions for you. We start by introducing Randy Rocky, who's with Swan Financial. And if you need a loan, this is the guy and the company to go to, Swan Financial, 645-0736. And then if you're looking for a closing attorney, I cannot recommend anyone higher than Lee Harris over at Limestone Title and Escrow. Uh, you can reach Lee, who, by the way, is legal counsel over there. You can reach Lee at 649-7964. Good uh, morning to both of you. Good morning. And if you're thinking about selling your home, well, I'm the one who I'd love to be able to come out, either talk to you in person or by phone or via Zoom. And it's a free, no obligation consult just to talk about what the process is and how to get you to the next step. And also, if you're looking to buy a home, I've got 10 agents who are ready to help you find your next dream home. So you can reach me anytime at 376-5483, or you can go to bobsellslouisville.com. Coming up a little later on, on uh, this show, you know, a lot of people are thinking about doing some home improvement projects since they're not thinking about selling right now. Well, you may be interested to find out which home improvement projects will bring you a better return when you go to sell the house. So we'll talk about that in a bit. First, let's start off with uh, Lee Harris. And Garrett wrote us this email. He Lee over at Limestone. He says, my HOA is harassing me over my backyard. He says, I'm an amateur woodworker in my free time. Apparently, my stock of barn and fence lumber is offensive. Huh. Tune of 120 plus lot restrictions and other fines imposed by this fine HOA institution. And he's wondering what are his options in fighting them, Lee? Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, Garrett, I'm sorry to hear that. Sometimes HOAs can be mean to their members. Um, the first thing to do is to get, if you don't haven't already, to get a copy of your bylaws and master deed and rules and regulations and anything that governs your your particular development there and look to see if there's anything that talks about you can't stack wood or you can't do certain types of projects such as woodworking in your yard, etc. Um, that seems to me a pretty specific thing not to be able to stack because a lot of people have, you know, firewood stacked and things like that. So if they cannot point to a specific uh, prohibition in your in your documents that have been passed, then they really can't find you for something that's not included there. If it is somehow included, then uh, I would take it to a meeting. You know, the, the the board, the HOA board, is supposed to meet on regular basis, and I would take it to them and 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 plead your case and try to either get a uh, special dispensation or a re- relief from these fines and come to some sort of a resolution where you can enjoy your property as think, you see fit. Yep, I I think you bring up a really good point, and a little one step further for everybody who's listening. If you live in an HOA or condo association, and you're planning to use the property or do something that's a little bit on the outside of norm, it might be worth it for you to get those covenants, conditions, restrictions, and then if you notice it's not in there, to try to ask for some sort of what a dispensation to be allowedly to yeah, do they can change the rules. You know, they could always change the rules. The rules are not they're not. They're not set in stone for, for eternity. You know, it, sometimes yeah. they need to be changed or updated or amended based upon the needs of the members. 
There you go. So just take that as a tip if anyone's thinking down the road you want to do something that might be a little different. All right, Randy, we're going over to you. Uh, and by the way, we're still in our COVID show. I know it's crazy. We're still in COVID show. So <laughs> we do this via Zoom. And then what happens is we upload the show to YouTube and you're able to see it. And if you want to see it uh, again and rebroadcast of it with video so you can see what this beautiful dress Lee's wearing with a lot of these <laughs> white uh, and colored circles. Thank you. Go to uh, LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. And to get a look at our reviews, go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. We're very proud of our reviews. Randy, Sophia wrote us, and she says, I want to buy my first home, but high mortgage rates. Yeah, we know. And very few homes, yes, we know that too, have exhausted me. But she's wondering, how can she get a home and be prepared to purchase her first home? When should Sophia, is what she's asking, actually start the process of applying for a mortgage as she goes uh, down the road of home yeah. ownership? Uh, uh, right now. And, and I think it's the time to buy. And the reason I say that is uh, the pent-up demand is astronomical now. And when rates drop... Uh, uh, Kay Schiller, who is the uh, the appreciation guru, um, uh, uh, home appreciation is going to be up at least 5% this year, and he's expecting 7%. And supply and demand, as you well know, Bob, is still at, what, 38% nationally or what we need to not make it a buyer-seller's market. So my point is, is when rates drop, there's going to be so many more people get into the game. Yes, there will be more houses listed. I will not. I, but right now, I think it's the perfect time to do it because then you can refinance when rates do drop. So I would start right now is what it, my suggestion is. And, and I'm uh, correct in saying that Swan is offering a free refinance when rates come down one time? Yes, no closing yeah. costs. No yes. closing costs, right, yeah. So take that into consideration. By the way, Sophia, um, there's a new report out. Uh, the first six months of uh, 2023, roughly 14 of every 1,000 U.S. homes changed hands. That's down from 19 of every 1,000 during the same period in 2019. It's the lowest turnover rate we've seen in a decade. So Randy is so correct when he says there's a lot of pent-up demand for purchase. And better to find your dream home now than to wait. I just read a report that's going to go out in our feed in a couple of days. I think it's 11,000 homes. I think it's 11,000 homes change hands every day, go under contract in this country. So, yeah, and I did the numbers locally. I think I said uh, there's something like 68 homes that go under contract here in Louisville every day. So it's still a hot market. The key, folks, if you are looking for a home, you have to – I'm sorry to part-time realtors. I apologize in advance for saying this, but the key is you need to be with a full-time realtor and also probably one step better is to be with the team because here's what happens. A home is going to come on the market and may pop on the MLS, let's say at midnight uh, on uh, on a Sunday night, right? You, Your best bet, if that's the home for you, if that's going to fit all of your needs, you need to be ready to go Monday morning, 9 a.m., into that home and write an offer. So the first thing is you go to a place like Swan, talk to Randy, get a pre-approval letter. So you've got that, but then you go with a realtor who's got a team. So if there's some reason that realtor is already booked, they've got somebody on their team who will help you get you into that house. It's that simple. You got to jump. It's not any question of waiting. It's right now when it happens, because that's what's going to get you the deal that you want for their dream home. All right. We move on over back to uh, Lee Harris, 
over at Limestone with the next question. Again, we're still COVID show, which means if you've got a question, email it to me. Bob at com. Put the radio question subject line in the body of the email. Just send me the question itself, and we're more than happy to read it on the air for you. This one comes from Jennifer, who writes, uh, My recently purchased condo, along with the entire building, is infestated with fruit or drain flies. I know this almost sounds like a, a it's a wow. job for for Brad Lawler and his new team yeah. bug out group. But she's wondering the maintenance company is refusing to rectify the situation. And so she's wondering, Lee, what recourse can Jennifer take if they've got a problem and the maintenance company is not willing to uh, adhere or fix it? Well, uh, you certainly have a right to live without an infestation of any kind of critters in your house or your apartment. So Uh um, the first thing is to send written notice, um, give them a certain time frame to uh, fix that matter. If they don't within that time frame, then um, you can take your uh, to another legal step. Um, One is to uh, did you say she was in an apartment? He said it was a condo oh, that she okay. bought a recent. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm wondering if maybe the condo has a maintenance company, but I would first a- approach the condo board right. with the letter, yeah. correct? Approach the board, yes. She yeah. could work on withholding her condo fee until it gets uh, taken care of or going again, uh, setting up a meeting with the company, hmm. um, uh, you know, with the board to address the issue. And then if she has to, taking legal the next legal step. If it's, say, if it's under $2,500, you would go to small claims court against the board and or the management company, whoever's responsible to get that taken care of. Okay, good good steps. Hopefully, uh, at this point, Jennifer, this helps you a little bit. All right, so this next question, I'm going to handle it, but both uh, Randy and Lee, I'm going to ask your opinion here up the top. Tammy writes, in a number of months ago, she heard us talk about the ways to stack dishes in a dishwasher. <laughs> We've gotten so much feedback from which, how do you stack dishes? We may end up doing this story again down the road here because it's got that much um, play, a lot, of, a lot of people talking. So she said she's wondering, what about silverware? Is there a right way and a wrong way to put silverware in the dispenser or a holder for the silverware while washing dishes? So let's start with Randy. Okay. Like he like he loads a dishwasher, right? Yeah. Like he goes near. <laughs> I can't sink. wait to hear. Yeah. So Randy, <laughs> what's your thought about loading silverware in in the dishwasher? I would. You, you talk to Tracy that, and she does it, right? Yeah. yeah. His wife Tracy. But I would assume yes. But uh, most of the time, I mean, I'll help her uh, uh, on dishwasher when I can. Uh, but but what what uh, I would assume is that knives probably need to be. But look, in the, look in the camera when you're talking uh, to us, yes, yeah. because uh, we want we want to see your eyes if you're telling mm-hmm. us legit here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the, the knives need to be down yeah. because if you slipped while you were putting a dishwasher in, you could poke yourself. Okay, good. All right, good, good start. And mm-hmm. and. Um, I really don't have any other. No, okay. Lee, comments. thoughts. I I I like to have my forks and my spoons up because I feel like they get more attention from the water and the soap oh. that way because they're not oh. hidden behind that that grate. Uh-huh. That's probably not the the legit thing, uh-huh. but probably none of my dishwashing stacking or anything is legit. So okay. <laughs> Listen, all right, so here's here's the answer. And, maybe, you know, everybody's got their own way of doing things. But mm-hmm. this is the answer we're going to go with, at least for the show. One position is that uh, this is according to Leslie Reichert, who is the cleaning coach 
I don't know that I've ever heard of the cleaning coach, but okay. <laughs> wow. She says she grew up with her mother insist- insisted that the silverware was put in handles down so when the utensils were rinsed and dried, the drops would roll down to the handles and not leave spots on of the food surfaces of the silverware. And she says as for sharp knives, she puts those facing downward. So what she's saying is the the spoon part and the fork part face up and then the sharp knives randy actually got something right here this is really good (laughs) facing down but but folks Mm. most most major dishwasher manufacturers and by the way the folks folks over at ge who i know listen to the show and who actually called me last time we did the dishwasher they said hey let us know we'll come on the show okay but i don't have a number to call so (laughs) you'll invited you're invited ge um So the dishwasher manufacturers agree on one thing, load knives with the blades down and the handles sticking up for safety's sake. But also, this is importantly, dishwasher manufacturers say placing silverware handles in the upright position, right? So the fork and spoons are facing down. Avoid transferring germs from your hands to the eating surfaces of your silverware when you grab the silverware to pull it out after washing it to put away. That makes a lot of sense. Does make sense. Yeah. Does. It really does. So okay, so now we know. Handles uh up for both the knives, but also up for the silverware, the the forks and or the spoons. I'm very disappointed I got one up by Randy on the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. And I have a feeling all of Louisville and Southern Indiana are all upset that Randy has gotten a one-up on Lee Harris. All right. We're going to take a break. When we – I just sometimes – listen, you have to have a little fun in this world, right? This yes. When we come back, home improvement projects that might not bring the return on dollar that you expect – with us continuing, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. They do a great job of getting you pre-qualified and qualified to get to the loan. And then to get the closing done, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title, and Escrow. You can reach Lee and the group over there at 649-7964. And remember to ask for those cookies at the closing table. And then if you're looking to think about selling your home this year, next year, or beyond, I would love, love, love to come out and talk with you and at least give you a path without any cost or obligation talk about the process what to expect and that gives you a really good idea of what, how to plan and then i've got agents as well if you want to help you to buy the home but i'm the guy who you'll talk to who you'll see if you're thinking of selling you can reach me 376-5483 you can also start the process by going to bob we're back in a moment on news radio 840 whas Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? There's a 2-1 buy down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645-0736 NMLS 26362-2473. 
this is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekuler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. We're here with you till the top of the hour. Thanks for staying with us, folks. Continuing with us, Lee Harris, legal counsel over Limestone Title and Escrow. You can reach Lee for your closing of your home. They do a great job over at 649-7964. Also, if you're thinking about buying a home, a great place to start with your financing needs for your mortgage, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. And if you're thinking of selling your home, I would love to be able to help you, to at least talk to you about the process. Free, no obligation. All you need to do is give me a call on my cell phone, 376 376- Five four eight three, and we also have a free no obligation booklet with 150 plus steps to getting your home listed and selling for more money. Send me an email, Bob at we sell Louisville.com. Put the uh, selling tips in the subject guide, and I will send it out to you via email ASAP. All right. We're talking about home improvement projects. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, with interest rates the way they are, Randy and Lee, we're just going to stay home until things start getting a little bit better and more homes come on the market. So they're thinking about doing some home improvements. Well, be careful on the improvements that you're going to think about making. Zillow did some research, and there's a remodeling uh, cost versus value report uh, in 2023. And the Zillow looked into some of the features, and according to Zillow research, the into paint color, for example, preference of home buyers, a white kitchen can actually hurt a home sales price by more than $600. Instead, buyers prefer, now I'm not sure I agree with this, they prefer, you want to take a guess, Randy, Lee, what color? Yellow. Okay, L- Randy? I will do yellow. Okay, well, gee, he's going to make sure he doesn't lose here. I got that strategy. Lee, whatever you say, he's just going to copy, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 No, Zillow is saying they that buyers prefer dark gray tones, such as charcoal and graphite. No. Uh, not not from my perspective, but okay, that's, that's Zillow. 
Uh, adding a walk-in closet, Zillow's research into home listings show that a walk-in closet can hurt a home's value by 7.7%, a relatively small amount, but an indication that it might not be worth the cost to add space where you can see all your clothes. I'm not quite sure I'd buy it, but I'm just a purveyor of this information. The addition of a deck can open up all sorts of opportunities for entertaining or it can serve as something of an outdoor room, but decks don't pay for themselves at the time of sale. According to Remodeling 23 Cost Versus Value Report, a wood deck costs about 17000 bucks, but the home improvement does not add value overall. It only adds $8,553 at the time of sale, a return about half of what you spend. The cost is even higher for composite materials. You know, the the composite stuff, yeah, uh, it's under a 40% return. And then turning your garage into a bedroom, okay, surveyed by Zillow, folks uh, for consumer housing trend reports have consistently said they want a place to park their car. So by removing the, the garage and making it into a bedroom, it could eliminate some potential buyers and hence affect the price that you would get when you try to sell. By the way, one more thing. An in-ground pool can set you back 23000 or more. 23000 seems like it's relatively inexpensive if you think about it. Mm-hmm. According to Home Services website Thumbtack, didn't even know that existed, which calculated the national average cost of installing a pool over the last four years, adding in fence and landscaping, and you're looking at an investment of nearly $30,000. But if you're a pool person, you know, I've said that people will beat a path to your door if you have a pool at this time of the year, especially into the August where you're able to use the pool. So I would not be so concerned about it, but you may or may not get the full price back when you sell your home. Those are some of the reports from Zillow. Randy, back over to you with questions over at Swan Financial. Jim is is uh, buying his first home. He has a lot of questions about the process. His big concern, he he writes in this email, is uh, if mortgage rates, he gets to the closing table, he buys, and he doesn't like the terms of the loan. Can he choose not to sign at the closing table? Lee, you may want to jump in on this as well. Randy. Uh, yes, you can. Uh, obviously, there's ramifications with the um, person selling the house if you didn't close but uh yes you had you can absolutely not sign the documents if if you do not want to and lee what are those ramifications if you're sitting at the closing table and all of a sudden you say i don't like what this says in the in the mortgage and you start to walk away what can the buyer do to you i'm sorry the seller do because you're breaking the contract well certainly it's on the buyer to you know obtain the money to come to closing at a certain time per the contract so if it's a matter of uh maybe they didn't do their due diligence or look over their paperwork beforehand or even when they were applying for the loan then you know they could be in breach especially at the time when they're at the closing table so the seller could have damages such as they're already maybe moved you know they got another place they got to buy in an hour and they might be defaulting on that contract everything is kind of a you know a a train that goes down you know a lot of cogs of that wheel that could stop if one person doesn't close so there could be damages as far as you know if they don't aren't able to sell their house for as much there could be real estate commissions there's a lot of damages that can happen to a buyer if they default on a contract so i guess that's a cautionary tale to look at your paperwork well before closing to make sure you're happy with your terms and back to you, Randy, that paperwork is provided well in advance of the closing? Yes, uh, the CD is well in advance. It's three days before you have to sign the initial CD, which is not usually the final closing disclosure, but you have plenty of time to look at it. 
if you have the proper lend, uh, lender you're working with. Got it, which in our case, we would suggest Swan be the lender that you're working with. By the way, if you want to see rebroadcast of the show, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's a rebroadcast. Takes you to our YouTube channel, LouisvilleAnswers.com. And also, if you want to see what sellers are saying about us, the Sokoler team, I've got a lot of interviews, more than 100 interviews with past sellers. You can see them and listen to them at LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. All right, we're going uh, back over to Lee Harris at Swan Financial. Kim writes in, she's considering buying her first house, but she does not have as much money as her mortgage company tells her she needs. And she's wondering about a lease-to-own home. What are the concerns that she should have moving forward? So lease-to-own, there are not that many out there, Lee, uh, that we know of. What concerns, and I've got a couple of things as well. Go ahead, Lee. Okay. Well, lease to own is basically you're a tenant for a certain amount of time, and then usually you're going to have an option to purchase the property either in a year or two years, whatever your lease term is, for a certain amount of money that you're agreeing upon now. You have a right to buy it then for that amount. Usually you're going to put, they're going to require a down payment, some kind of large, and it's usually non-refundable. So that's one of the pitfalls is if you ultimately cannot buy or do not want to buy, you may have already put down a non-refundable deposit to the owner of the property. Um, there are some benefits, obviously, if you need some kind of more time to get your finances in order, or if you need a down payment, you know, and you give a little more time to save up, there's obviously benefits. You get in a house, uh, you're not getting the same tax benefits, obviously, because you're a tenant for that time frame. Um, there's certainly issues where, what if the seller doesn't pay the mortgage and your mm-hmm. property gets foreclosed on? Yep. Um, you know, there's always that, that any kind of, uh, uh, danger until you actually hold the deed yourself that other people's issues, not paying the taxes, not paying the insurance, whatever it might be, could affect you and your bottom line. But it is a a viable way to get into a house if you have the right terms and the right property. And Kim, here's what I would tell you from my perspective as a real estate agent, that in this market, as hot as homes are, there has to be a very unusual reason why the seller, the owner of that home is putting it up as uh, a rent to own as opposed to just selling it outright. And it could be that the home backs up to power lines, a freeway, a water tower. It could be other problems, noise, um, or that the house has some severe problems. So I would suggest if you do that, go in with your eyes wide open. If you're not represented by uh, an agent, you want to be represented at least uh, by an attorney to review all the documents that you're going to sign. I think that's a really important thing. Do not uh, skimp on this because there has to be a reason. Not saying that it's it's one or the other. I'm just saying you got to go and, and be careful because there could be a could be a hidden problem that's that's going to affect you down the road. All right, we're going to uh, go back to Mr. Rocky over at Swan Financial. By the way, if you want to see some of the videos we produce for our buyers and sellers and just in general for the media, go to LouisvilleHomesTV.com. And by the way, you'll see the breakout of these uh, questions on there as well. I, I was talking to Lee about that before we um, we uh, hit the air here. We've got a lot of questions uh, that are accumulating on this for our channel. So they're all coming from our radio show. All right. So Randy Powell wrote us this email. He says, I recently inherited a house. The mortgage lender said, I have to fill out an application because it's required to determine my ability to repay before the mortgage company will let me take over the mortgage loan. So he's wondering, what's the story on that? Again, he inherited a house. What's your thoughts? Um, 
Well, it, it depends. Uh, it, it, some of them, they just keep making the payment. Um, and they're on title. And this is kind of the way it works. The other yeah. ones, they make you refinance uh, in in your name. So obviously, there's a lien on the property. Uh, so that would be, to me, the two options. Either you refinance or you continue to make the payment. And uh, yeah. Powell's actually saying that they're making him, I guess, refinance and not continue making the payment. They're not giving him that option. Well, you're, you're, you are, and Lee, you can weigh on this, but I think that legally they, you can make, if someone is deceased, you can make them refinance the loan. Is that correct? Right. Because once you go through probate or, or if you don't even have to go through probate, say it's, it's given to you, uh, then you are the owner and the the person who may have been previously on title may the lender may say, well, that person's no longer around to pay this. So we don't, we don't feel as comfortable because we can't foreclose on someone who's deceased, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah. so they want their, they want the skin in the game of the person who's actually the owner now. So lead, lead, yeah. do you, do you see it both ways where some people just keep making the payment and some, yeah, yeah. Oftentimes, yes. A lot of people yeah. go ahead and sell it yeah. too because they don't want to make right. a payment, you know. Which so is where don't. I was going to go yeah. with this for Powell. <laughs> yeah. And that is, yeah. So you might consider just selling the house because obviously you'll get a cash. Hopefully there's there's going to be a surplus there of money paying off the mortgage and what's left over goes to you. Remember, you're going to pay taxes on that as well. But as a turn, the alternative would be that you can't get a loan if your credit isn't there for whatever reason, and then you lose the house. So that the other option is to sell the home. Yeah, Randy. Would would you have to pay taxes on the inheritance if you sold it in a certain period of time, Lee? Do you know? No, that? not if it's under the the inheritance uh, limit, which is quite high. So chances yeah, it's are like, no. Like six and a half million or something. It's a lot. Yeah, I think it's yeah. eleven million now. Eleven million. <laughs> it's been an interesting show. It certainly went fast. Our thanks, of course, to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, six four five zero seven three six, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow, six four nine seven nine six four. You can reach me, Bob Scholar, to help you sell your home or if you're looking to buy a home, I'd love to meet with you free, no obligation. We can talk about pricing the future or what's what's happening and how you get from here to there. Again, free, no obligation. Call me three seven six five four eight three or start the process by going to Bob com. all one word. We're out of time, folks. See you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840. WHAS.